Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we hope that this can bless you today as well as to eternity. Uh, we call it the seed of the day, and we hope this seed can bless you. There are so many things going on in our lives today, from the political craziness to uh, the pandemic until social unjust to the economic faring of the nation right now. And we have a whole lot of worries that may be on our minds. And we have a whole lot going on right now. We need God more than ever before when we look at what's around us. But there is a God. And that God, he is still doing what he said he would do. He's still calling us to be better. He's calling us now to be on the battlefield for the Lord. And when I look at the scripture, because God has given us a word today, I can't help but go to chapter 3 of the book of Exodus, where a man by the name of Moses was being called by God. He had some situation in his life going on. He had been uh, for 40 years in Pharaoh's house, but he saw one of his fellow Egyptians um, and beat one of his fellow kinsmen, who was a Hebrew, with a whip, and he jumped out to help him and kill that Egyptian soldier. And the Bible said he was wanted for murder, so he had to leave the place where he grew up. And now he finds himself on the backside of the desert, tending sheep. He's 80 years old, people of God, 80 years old, and God is getting ready to call him to be um, the leader of the Hebrew people to lead them out of Egypt and bring them to Mount Sinai to give them the Ten Commandments and to teach them how to worship him and make them a great nation and lead them to their own land, the promised land. Uh, many people would have looked at Moses and said, well, Moses, you, you had a rough life. You, didn't, you, you was at the top at one time, but now you tending sheep in the desert at Mount Horeb which would later be called Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. But everything that he had went through in his life, God did it for a reason. Every pandemic that we go through, every situation, every political craziness and unrest we go through, God is doing it for a reason. There's nothing that's going to turn back to him void. God is still in control. And we have to recognize that fact that in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of our um, depression in the midst of our sadness in the midst of our questions God is working it out for the good of those who love him and there's nothing new under the sun but everything has already happened before only thing new that happened was Jesus getting out of a dead grave and having life forevermore so in that passage of scriptures in Exodus the third chapter it starts off with saying that Moses had um, was tending the sheep of his father-in-law, Jethro. Um, we look at the old, in the second chapter, he had a father-in-law named Ruel. So apparently Moses must have gone to do some divorce in that 40 years in the wilderness. Not only was he on the run 
and had no homeland, but living in the desert, but he had actually gone through some things that we go through like divorce and um, some issues in our personal life. So he had lived a life just like we live. But now God is getting ready to call him to a higher level. And God is calling some people right now because when the enemy comes in, God will lift up a standard. And I look at the enemy as in all around our medical lives and our health and, and our just sustaining life in our nation. We got a whole lot of enemies around us. The devil looked like he's trying to win and he's having a field day playing with our lives and our health. But we have to stay focused just like Moses. At 80 years old, he's traveling by Mount Sinai, Mount Horeb, and he sees a burning bush. And he sees it that morning and the bush is on fire. Then he comes by at the evening time and that same bush has not been devoured by the fire. But yet it's still burning. And he says, I have to go look and see what's going on. And when he goes up to that burning bush, the Bible says that he encounters God. And God speaks to him. And God calls him Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And in the fifth verse of the third chapter of Exodus, it says, and he said, draw not hither, but off, put off thy feet shoes, for the place where you stand is holy ground. So God anointed Moses with the power of God by him taking off his shoes and standing at that burning bush and the symbol of worship and a place being holy during that time, you had to take your shoes off. Um, in Middle Eastern countries now, they still do that, but we don't do that too much in America. But um, a place that's holy, you take your shoes off to show reverence. And so he took his shoes off because God was speaking to him and God said, the place where you stand, son, is holy ground. So Moses went up to the tree found that the tree had not consumed itself from the fire that was burning on the inside. God will show himself sometime as fire. Um, look at Daniel the third chapter. In Daniel the third chapter, we see the three Hebrew boys who were going into the fiery furnace, but yet the fire did not consume them because they found the fourth person and it looked like the man, the son of God. God will put a fire on the inside and create a desire in you to do his will. God will be a consuming fire in your life, burning away the things that you don't need, and yet establishing the things that you do need in your life. And Moses heard the voice of God, and God told him, I want you to go to Pharaoh, the place where you're running from, and I want you to go back, and I want you to tell him, let my people go. And in one time in the Bible where we see you this is one time where we see God say, I have come down and I see what the enemy is doing to my people. The taskmasters are beating my children, making slaves out of them to do the job of the Egyptians. And I see and I remember what I told the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And how I told them I would make them a great nation. I would give them a land to call their own. And I want you to go tell Pharaoh to let the people go for a three-day journey out into the wilderness to come to Mount Sinai where they can worship me. 
And Moses, I want you to do it now. And so Moses was thinking about it. And he said, Lord, well, I'm a wanted man from that area. I'm, I, I'm, I got to go back. You want me to go to the same place that want to throw me in jail. And Moses said, well, who should I say sit is telling me to do this? And the Bible said, God says, tell them I am that I am. See, the Egyptians had all kind of gods. They had sun gods, water gods. They had the, um, the, the rain gods. They had the animal gods. They had all these, these gods that they sacrificed to. And so God was saying, tell them that the I am God has sent you. And I'm here today to tell you that the God, Jehovah, he's the I am. He's a savior. I am your savior. I am your redeemer. I am your healer. I am your provision. I am your overseer. I am your loved one. I am your father. He is the I am God in our life. Um, we don't have to worry about the false gods because they can't do nothing for us. But the I am can do all things. And when you put God into your situation, he's the I am of your redemption, I am of your provision, whatever you're asking him for, he is the I am. And when you look at the names of God, even in the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, 15 verse, it says that we can call him Abba, A-B-B-A, -B -B -A, which means he is our father. For that scripture says, you have not received a spirit that make you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as your own, as his own children. Now we call him Abba, meaning father. When you need God, call God Abba. Call him and let him come into your life. He's a good father. If your earthly father, like Jesus said, would give you all these things, what about your heavenly father? Imagine what God has in store for you. We also can call him Elkanah. Uh, Exodus the 34th chapter 14 verse tells us that God is a jealous God. God doesn't like when we put things before him, when we don't make ourselves available like Moses. Uh, Moses made himself available. Um, whatever God gift God has given you to make money to provide for your family, are you using it for the glory of God? If you're a teacher, a school teacher, are you teaching the word of God to the children at your church? If you work in the medical field, uh, God has given you the gift to be a nurse and um, to make money for your family. Are you turning around and benefiting those that, uh, in your community or your church with um, health, nutrition, and taking blood pressure after service, helping your own with God's talent? He gave you the talent not only for yourself and your own income, but that you can provide and be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Whatever gift God has given you, remember Elkanah, meaning he's a jealous God. Use what he's given you for his glory. Uh, also, another name of God is El Roy, which means he sees you. In Genesis, the 16th chapter, 13th verse, we see what the word says, day after Hagar. Use another name to refer to the Lord who has spoken to her. She said, you are the God who sees me. She also said, have I truly seen the one who sees me? Remember, everything that you do, God sees you. The things you did in the light as well as the darkness. And that should help you. 
When you're talking about somebody, God is listening. When you're thinking about something and doing the wrong thing, God sees. And he's a jealous God. Remember those names in your life. Elkanah, Elroy, and Abba, the father. So Moses went on and did what God told him to do. And God blessed him. They were just supposed to go for a three-day journey. But God hardened Pharaoh's heart that he wouldn't listen to God. And they stayed in the wilderness 40 long years on a three-day journey because they did not line up with the word of God. Quit walking in circles. It's time to move on in your life and go where God wants you to go to the promised land that he has established for you. We all have a mission here on this world, but don't get stagnated by disbelief by your own selfish glory, by disobedience to the word of God. There's somebody today who may not know Jesus. Somebody may not know him for yourself. But God introduces himself in that chapter, third chapter of Exodus. He starts off calling himself God. But later on in the chapter, after he speaks to Moses and sends him on his way, he makes his relationship with man personal and he says the Lord God meaning the Father Son and the Holy Spirit anytime you see L-O-R-D capitalized and God in the Bible he's talking about the Father so the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are working on your behalf if you believe today and you want a better way of life I'm going to say a prayer right now and if you desire, say it along with me, if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Heavenly Father, I pray now. I repent of every sin I've done. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he sits at the right hand of God Almighty in heaven. I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary and redeemed us and gave us another chance to live again. I believe he was put in a borrowed tomb. But three days later, early that Sunday morning, he got up out of the tomb with all power in his hand. And now he sits interceding on our behalf, I believe. Amen, amen, amen. If you said that prayer, believed in your heart, and confessed with your mouth, then your name is written in the books of heaven. Go get in a good Bible teaching church where you can learn about God. And remember, we love you at Neely. And to keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be helping somebody along the way. Be blessed, people of God.